Thank you for joining Mindful Meanderings podcast, brought to you by Portland State University's Campus Rec and Student Health and Counseling. We are excited to walk with you today for this mindful walk experience. This mindfulness walk is meant for you to complete with eyes wide open, because after all, that's how we live and exist in this amazing world. As you engage in your walk or roll, we encourage you to be aware of your surroundings, pay attention to traffic, uneven sidewalks or trails, or potential obstacles along your path. Participation in mindful meanderings is completely voluntary. There are risks and hazards, minor and serious, associated with participation in mindful meanderings. Participants voluntarily assume all responsibility and risk of loss, damage, illness, and or injury to person or property associated with participation in mindful meanderings. Mindful meanderings requires a minimum level of fitness to participate safely. We strongly advise you to consult with your physician if you have any doubts of your physical ability to safely participate. Please listen to your body and move within your own personal limits and comfort zone. If you find yourself enjoying this walk, please subscribe to Mindful Meanderings for monthly updates throughout the academic year. We will be exploring trails, practicing gratitude, finding joy, and more. Don't forget to review our series and feel free to send comments or feedback on how we can continue to support you. We are always open to listener and student ideas. Finals are about to end, the break is about to begin, and winter is finally here. During winter, our bodies may be called to hibernate, to turn inward, to reflect, and to disconnect. Alternatively, during the hustle and bustle of the traditional holiday season in the United States, you may feel pulled to do more. As we begin, take a moment to reflect and identify. What is your natural tendency during this time of year? Are you called to do more or less? This mindfulness is meant as a break from our day-to-day, giving us the freedom we need to be rather than do. As part of this effort, we will be pondering what it might look like to embark on a new journey, a journey towards minimalism, towards contentment, and towards detachment from modern technology, consumerism, and all the expectations that come with it. In today's Mindful Meandering, we will explore digital minimalism, what it means, ways to practice it, and ways to turn towards contentment during this winter break. It is only natural for your body to want to slow down as it gets colder and darker out. When this happens, we may find ourselves gravitating towards technology to meet our needs, to fill the void of the day-to-day and the mundane. Rather than thinking deeply about how to change our interactions and behaviors to meet our needs, we often lean towards accessing what's most immediately available, technology. Digital minimalism, the act of being mindful around digital technology and ways in which it contributes to our life, actively pushes against that urge. 
the urge to fill our space with that which lacks intention and meaning. Do you find yourself searching the internet at all hours of the night or binging on the latest streaming TV show all day or possibly even doom scrolling through social media and feeling worse? Or maybe you find yourself comparing your wants, needs, and actions to those of other people online? You may also experience the fear of missing out on something or constantly trying to be in the know. In what ways do you find yourself filling your day-to-day with the things that you may not need or find of value? Digital minimalism calls us to be in the present moment and to find contentment with our current experience rather than what may or may not be presented to us through technology. Technology can quickly pull us into feeling worse about ourselves, others, the world in which we live, and the future we foresee. It can distract us from what's most important. In contrast, technology can also bring us closer together. It can bring us joy, appreciation, and gratitude. It can connect us to family and friends near and far. It can assist us as we pursue our passions. Technology can be both beneficial and detrimental. It is all in how we decide to use it. Digital minimalism is about being mindful of the technology, websites, and apps that we use on a daily basis, and ways in which they move us closer to or further away from our values and the things that are most important to us. Consider for a moment, what types of things are important to you? Family? Friends? Work? or your education. In what ways has technology moved you closer to what's important to you? In what ways has technology moved you away from what you hold dear? Let us pause for a minute to allow time to reflect on ways technology has impacted your life, both positive and negative.
Now that you have thought a bit about the impact of technology on your life, consider if there is a way for you to utilize digital minimization in your life. This may mean letting go of the thoughts, feelings, and behaviors associated with technology that are no longer helpful. For a moment, observe your body's reaction to this idea of reducing the impact of technology on your life. The idea of minimizing. What do you notice showing up in your body? You may notice tightness in your chest, or maybe your breathing has changed, or possibly even your facial reaction. Perhaps the idea feels freeing and you notice a sensation of feeling lighter or less tense. For a moment, just notice these reactions in your physical body. Now that you know your body's response to the idea of digital minimalism, take a moment to see if you have any immediate urges, actions, or calls to respond. Does your body want to move, to resist, to Google search, or maybe it wants to avoid and do something else? Take a moment to notice the urges in your body to do something with this feeling that is arising. Notice that you do not have to act on this urge. You can just take a moment to observe it. Now that you know your body's sensations and urges, we can better identify what you might be feeling. What emotions are arising from the thought of minimalism? For some, it may be anxiety around changing priorities. For others, it may be guilt on the ways in which technology impacts us. For others, it may be joy and excitement. Take a moment to acknowledge those emotions without judgment as they arise. All of these emotions are valid, and all of these emotions will subside over time. What will remain steadfast are your values and those things that are important to you. Let's take a moment to again acknowledge what you value and what is most important to you. Meaningful connections, relationships, activities, your education, your family, or maybe even your connection with nature.
Values are like the directions on a compass. We are always working and striving towards them, yet sometimes things get in the way of our journey. In this case, it may be technology. Values differ from person to person, and therefore, although technology may get in the way for some people, it may move other people closer to what's important. Let's take a phone app, for example. What do phone apps do for you? Is this something you connect with happiness, contentment, and connection? If you were to connect an emotion with an app, is that emotion something meaningful and something you want more of? Social media, connectedness, fear, loneliness and the ways in which our values intersect can be different based on the moment and purpose. In one moment, an app may help us feel connected and content, and in another, it may make us long for something more or reveal something in us that is negative to our well-being. Digital minimalism is about being mindful of the time we spend on these apps and how we use that time. It's the personal work of knowing how to use apps in ways that are helpful for you and recognizing this may vary based on times of day, values, and more. For some of us, we may use technology in a way we think is helpful and enjoyable. Yet in fact, when we delve deeper, we realize that we are actually using it to avoid negative feelings, and we end up limiting ourselves from the full range of human experience. Consider, are you using technology as a tool to fill up your life? Are you using it as an avoidance tool? A tool to cope with anxiety, boredom, or loneliness? Are there other ways to get those needs met via technology or in-person resources?
Now that we have considered digital minimalism, our feelings associated with it, and ways it may be impacting our lives, it is important to reflect on ways to practice digital minimalism in our everyday lives. Nick Wignall, a clinical psychologist, podcaster, blogger, and author, writes and reflects on three principles of practicing digital minimalism. Wignall notes that the first principle is to be intentional, particularly with avoiding habitual behaviors. Consider what might be your habitual behaviors when thinking about technology. Do you endlessly scroll or maybe stay up late at night or watch streaming services all day? What habits do you have? In what ways can you potentially break those habits? Can you be intentional moving forward about your technology use? For some, you may set limits on certain apps or monitor the amount of time using technology. For others, it may be journaling or intentionally leaving technology in another room at the end of the day. In what ways can you be intentional? The second principle described by Wignall is to remind yourself that technology is used for making stuff, not feeling better. Remember that if you are looking for technology to feel better, it may not meet those needs. Technology is a medium, and this medium is not meant to fix your day-to-day -day or make it better. If you have concerns around feelings, consider talking to someone close to you. Moving your body getting outside, or maybe even reaching out to a mental health provider. There are ways to get better at feeling in the long term rather than looking for technology for short-term solutions. Take a moment to consider what resources you have that can help you move forward towards long-term contentment rather than meeting your short-term needs via technology. Finally, remember that people should always come before technology. As humans, we are made for connection with others. It's how we are meant to live and thrive. 
Technology is not a supplement for that. Consider ways you may be able to make connections outside of technology. Maybe meeting up with a friend in person or moving your friendships offline for certain events. Take a moment to strategize how you might make connections and prioritize people over technology moving forward. Digital minimalism is not easy, especially in a society that values technology, always being on your phone, and constantly being available. We may feel pressure, guilt, or other intense emotions when navigating our relationship with technology. When this happens, treat yourself with kindness and compassion. To this end, we'll practice self-compassion you can use throughout the remainder of the day. Take a moment to place your hand gently on your heart or wherever else on your body that may need tenderness and warmth in this moment. As you place your hand on your heart, please repeat silently to yourself. May I be happy. May I be free from judgment. May I live in the moment and pursue my passion. May I experience freedom from technology. May I be filled with love and kindness. Take a moment to breathe in and breathe out, allowing your heart to fill with love, kindness, and tenderness. Now let us repeat again. May I be happy. May I be free from judgment. May I live in the moment and pursue my passion. May I experience freedom from technology. May I be filled with love and kindness. Notice the warmth and freeness 
you feel as you continue on your journey ahead. Now for one last time, let us repeat. May I be happy. May I be free from judgment. May I live in the moment and pursue my passion. May I experience freedom from technology. May I be filled with love and kindness. Thank you for walking and rolling, and thank you for spending this time with us and being a part of our community of care. Again, we encourage you to check out our episode description for additional resources and our feedback form. Feel free to continue this walk or roll and or re-listen to this recording. You may find that as you practice these walks, you are able to sustain attention for longer, building a mindfulness muscle for you to call on when needed. Perhaps work toward a 30-minute walk for the most physical and mental health benefits. Remember that mindfulness gets easier with practice. If you're having difficulty finding joy and contentment after today, please check out our other episodes and or reach out to the Student Health and Counseling Services at 503-725-2800. We know this is a difficult and stressful time and we want to be available to support you. We hope you continue working towards practicing loving kindness throughout your week. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for more mindful meanderings. If you're looking for more information on being present and finding joy in movement, visit our websites, which can be found in the podcast description. Don't forget to subscribe, review, and comment. Feel free to email walktober at pdx.edu for questions or suggestions on future topics that may interest you. Sending you love and kindness throughout your day.